This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Robinhood is an investing platform that helps serious investors with their financial goals by giving them the tools to run their money on their terms so you can make power moves in your power suit, even if that power suit might be fuzzy slippers or an oversized sweatshirt. But hey, that's what makes you you. Run your money with Robinhood. Learn more on Robinhood.com podcasts. Stocks and ETFs offered by Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Crypto offered by Robinhood Crypto LLC. All investing involves risk. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. We have Blessed and Bossed Up fave, OG, original. I think you might have been the first guest. I don't even remember because it's oh been my gosh, really? It's been a long time. I'm not sure, but you've been on here pretty much every year since we started. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think you were on in 2021. I don't think I don't think 2021 I was. Yeah, I think we skipped the air, but good. So we'll catch up. But we have Raven Hoquette here on the show, formerly Raven Jones. So if you go to old episodes, it'll probably be under Raven Jones. But she married now. And I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke with Tim. So we're going to make sure we get the last name right. Um, so Raven, for those of you guys who don't know, Raven and I met because she was my business coach when I first became an entrepreneur, I had my youth program, and I was trying to figure out, like, how am I going to do this full-time? I had no clue how that was going to happen, and so I had been on Raven's email list for a while, and she was one of the first online entrepreneurs that I saw, because I was fresh out of college. I didn't know what was going on in life, let alone business. I just knew that I wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur, and so after taking some courses and trainings and reading the emails, I'm like, I'm hiring a business coach because I'm getting rid of this nine to five life. And I worked with Raven for a year and then signed up again after I finally quit my job because I was like, I still don't know who I got here, but help because I need to stay here. <laughs> and that was, it's been five years now. So it's been a while. Mm -hmm. And I attribute a lot of those beginning stages and really learning what business was like to you. So I definitely appreciate you and your program and 
all you've done for me in business as well as countless other women. Now, I mean, you're an online entrepreneur OG. So 10 years in the game <laughs> of being a full-time entrepreneur, help countless like over a thousand entrepreneurs leave their jobs through business coaching, then pivoted a couple of years ago, got a whole luxury handbag line out right now. <laughs> like you just been out here pivoting, busy. <laughs> pivoting and prospering. And I think that that is in a testament to what God will do as you just continuously, you know, seek him and allow him to guide your steps. So I want to start from the beginning with this mm -hmm. conversation as far as faith goes. Cause one thing I've learned by watching your journey um, over the last five years that I've, I've been in contact with you, you, I think my group from your coaching program is like the first group you started incorporating faith with, I think. Yeah. Yep. And so that was the first time I kind of saw anybody talking about faith in business because for so long it's, it's separate. You don't talk about religion and politics when it comes to business. And so when you were talking about prayer calls and things like that, I was like, oh, okay, this is different. And I was a believer, but I wasn't saved, saved as I call it. Like I wasn't really living my life for God, but I was a believer. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And that was a seed planted to me that it's okay. It was a chip at dismantling that stigma that I had in my head of the two were supposed to be separate. So let's start there. What went into that decision of I'm going to start not just incorporating God into my life, but into my business? So for me, like, I feel like I've been bossy since I could talk. <laughs> like, I'm going to just like give it to y'all. Honestly, like if you've ever met my mother, she will literally say this, like, you know, since she could talk, she's been telling me what to do and telling me. And like, I'm literally getting it all back now, like with my son. So it cracks me up. Um, but being, you know, bossy like that, it can be a good thing or it can be like a not so good thing because you get really hard headed when it comes to listening and being obedient with God. And so for me, I had always been a believer, but I wasn't always like in my Bible like that. I wasn't always like, let me turn off the trap music and put on, you know, the praise and worship music. Like that wasn't always my lifestyle. I kind of felt like I could have God over here. Then I could have my business over there. Then I could be doing this. You know, I had all these different compartments and things that I had going on. And then in 2016, it felt like I was starting to hit a wall. Like I was very unhappy with a lot of the clients that I was serving and I've always had like a server's heart as it pertains to business. So anytime it feels like I'm working and not serving, that's when I know like, wait a minute, you know, something is going on because this doesn't feel like that refreshing feeling anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so I started to notice that. Um, but also I noticed that a lot of things that I was doing in my personal life, and this is a testament to us thinking that we can keep stuff separate it was really impacting my business to the point that it would have me just flustered all the time, you know, like very emotional all the time. And I realized all this was stemming from things in my personal life that really was hard for me to get out of. It had me in a chokehold, as people would say. Um, mm -hmm. And just to give y'all, you know, some of the examples, like I was like using profanity excessively <laughs> and no judgment, you know, to people that, you know, cuss a little bit, but I knew that that was something that God was calling me to, to not do anymore. Um, I also was still at that time engaging in premarital sex, even though I knew that 
that was something else, you know, that God called me out of. And I want to share this testimony because people tend to think like, well, who I'm sleeping with or what I say out of my mouth, you know, that has nothing to do, you know, with my business. That has nothing to do, you know, with my my success. But soul ties are like literally a real thing. And this was impacting my business because this person's struggles was basically coming over to me and, you know, into my business. I always call it um, sexually transmitted demons like STDs, but sexually transmitted demons, you know, is, is what was going on. And so it was impacting my business heavily. And I remember in, I believe it was like March, February or March of 2016, I had an entire encounter with God on my bedroom floor in my apartment in Southeast DC. And I was like, God, I cannot do this. Like, I don't know how to do this on my own. I want to follow you. I want to listen to you. I want to obey you. Like I was just begging God, like, please hold my hand. Like, please show me the way, like, please help me out of this dark space. Because what was always so rewarding in my business was just becoming this dark space where I was honestly starting to get a little bit depressed. Um, so I remember God just telling me in that quiet time, I will lead you. I will guide you. I won't like let your hand go, but this is what I require of you. And what he required of me was that I give him my business wholeheartedly. And I also heard him say, don't be ashamed of me. My word tells you to spread the gospel. Like stop getting on stages and telling people you did this and you did that and you're self-made. No, I did this. This is how I have blessed your business. I deserve all the glory and all the honor and the praise with this. And so I remember like a week later, I was going to be hosting the Pink Slip Retreat. And this is my very first time hosting it. So I'm like, well, I don't really know like how this whole thing goes with even having, I had had events before, but I had never had like a multiple day conference and, you know, that whole kind of thing. So I was like, oh my goodness, like, how is this about to go? And it turned into a complete prophetic experience for three days. And I was just sitting back like, like, are people satisfied? Because I'm like, is this, you know, what they came for? But this is what happens when you really let God take over your business. That's why I try to tell entrepreneurs, like, you have to release yourself from the shackles of your plan because what God wants to do in your life, what he wants to do in your business is so much greater. And so I remember this was around the time that you started working with me. And this was when the prayer calls started. This was when the talk to God about it first and ask God for instruction. This was when that started because I realized in 2016, I've gotten myself here. And while this here spot is probably successful to a lot of people, this is all I can do on my own. I can't get to that next level without God. I can't, I had made um, multiple six figures by that point, but I was nowhere near a millionaire at that point. I knew I'm like, I can't get to the seven figures, you know, without God. I can't get the other things that I need to make sure that my business is successful. I cannot get to this place without God. And so I made that decision on that day. Not only was I going to really start living for Christ. I always tell people like, that's when I got like the real kind of save, like save, save, as you say, um, after I had that encounter. And so I just got obedient with everything, even the things that I was like slow to get obedient with because I didn't really understand it. And, you know, I couldn't really like see the other side of it or, you know, whatever. And God has just been completely 
completely flourishing my businesses and flourishing me as an entrepreneur since then. Like I'm always like cracking up. I go back and like re-listen to podcast episodes or when people like reach out to me to do certain stuff. Cause I'm like, who is this woman? Like, what is like, what are they talking about? Like, is this really me? But you know, this scripture says in the book of Corinthians, um, when you come to Christ, all things are new. And I feel like my mind became new. My, my body became new. My outlook became new. My, my money absolutely, you know, became new. So just mm-hmm. if, um, and really being obedient to Christ and, and going where he takes you. Cause scripture also says that, you know, he goes before us. So I love to just highlight that to entrepreneurs because God does not send his children to places that are not prosperous. And I know it's hard when God tells you to start the podcast, when he tells you to get on YouTube, when he tells you to shut down the coaching program, when he tells you to shut down the business, to close the doors, to do whatever that you don't think is a good decision. But God sees the other side of that. He sees the storm that could be coming and he's saving you from it. Or he sees the prosperity that's over here in this other area and he's taking you there. So 2016, I feel like that is always a year that will just be so etched into my entrepreneur journey. And it's so crazy because you know, like we relocated and we live in Dallas now. And I actually, I've been to Baltimore a lot of times, of course, because, you know, our family is there, but I haven't really been back to DC like that. Like I went like one time, like to be with my best friend after she had like a death in her family, but I was there for like an hour. Like it wasn't like I was like hanging out, but I always tell people like DC will always have such a special place in my heart because that's the city where I got saved at, you know, I was born in Baltimore, but DC is where I was born again. So it always just has like that special place for me. And, you know, I want to speak to somebody that maybe God has been talking to you about relocation. Um, Cause I know that it's some people on here that God has been talking to you about relocation. And even like how Tatum, you and your team say, God is my CEO. God being the CEO means that he might also tell you about things like that as well, such as where you need to live, where you need to go. Like, so some of you might be wondering, like, why is my business like getting stale or why is this going on or why is this not popping the way that it used to pop? That's because this area where you're living at, that's not what God has for you. I know for a fact I needed to be in D.C. in in that season, but we also knew that it was going to be a temporary season and eventually it was going to be time to go. Um, So fast forward to 2019, getting down here to Dallas. um, We got down here to Dallas and the next day I found out that I was pregnant and I'm like, okay, what, (laughs) like what is happening? (laughs) And God is so intentional because I remember like a couple days before that, like my stomach was like kind of like doing something like odd. And I was like calling my sister, like, oh my goodness, like my stomach is hurting, like just casually talking to her. And I remember my sister at the time was actually like, I don't know, maybe like six months pregnant or something like that. And she was like, girl, you are pregnant. And I'm like, what? Like, no, I'm not. Like, what are you talking about? And I remember telling myself, like, I'm about to shut her up, like real quick and going and like taking a pregnancy test and just being so hyped to call her like, mind your business, you know, stay out of my uterus. Like my test is negative and, you know, I'm like getting all up in her face with it. 
Um, so when we got to Dallas and, you know, my little friend was late, I was like, Oop. like, you know, what's going on? But I knew that God was even being intentional with that because if I would have got a positive test at home, I probably would not have left. But God knew, like, let me just, you know, withhold this from her for a quick second um, so that they could at least go. So we get to Dallas, find out that we're expecting. Um, the first thing that I'm doing is looking at my business model and how it was structured at the time. And I'm like, this does not match the wife and mother that I know that God has called me to be. Like, it's, it just doesn't. Um, so I started praying. I'm like, God, what's going to happen with this business? You know, what are we doing? And God told me to completely shut down my one-on-one -on -one coaching practice. Now, let me spell this out for y'all, financially speaking, because we always talk about when God takes us out of like the wilderness place and he takes us out of the struggle place. But nobody talks about when he takes you out of the place that you think is bountiful, you think is plentiful, you think you're operating in your best abundance and just doing great. And God tells you to shut it down. And so I remember just saying like, excuse me, like this cannot be like, this gotta be me talking to me or this gotta be the enemy trying to trick me because it ain't no way that you telling me to walk away from a business that is basically treating me this good financially. Also, I was still pretty happy in my coaching business. It wasn't like it was this business that I was miserable and, you know, I was going through all this stuff. Like it was very fruitful and I still was extremely happy. So he told me to shut it down. And I remember when he told me to shut it down, he said, trust that I'm going to provide for you. Now, mind y'all, this is God telling me to shut down my business. My husband at the time, before we had relocated from DC, at the time, his business was like personal training and nutrition. So he had more of like an in-person business. So even though God didn't necessarily tell him to shut his business down, his business shut down because he had to completely start over being in Dallas. So here we are. My husband's business is shut down. My business is shut down. We are expecting um, we had el eloped back in November, but our wedding was going to be coming up in May. So we got all these contracts that we've already signed for the wedding. Um, I had had three like multi-day conferences within a span of eight months. If y'all have ever had a conference, you know how expensive those can be. Um, I had just had the Prosper Conference in September of 2018. I had just had the Pink Slip Experience in Miami in March. And then I was having another Prosper Conference in June. Like I had just done all of these things financially and God is telling me to shut down what is producing for me the best financially. But this is where you got to really let God show his hand that he's Jehovah Jireh. This is where you got to really let God show his hand that what he said in Deuteronomy 818 is real. And he's given us the power to create wealth because I will wake up every day looking like a zombie. Like, what am I doing? Like, what's going on? And I would trust God to give me instructions for that day. And sometimes it would be just rest. Sometimes it would be email your list and offer this digital product. Sometimes it would be, you know, reach out to this person and pitch this. And in the midst of those times, sometimes people would say no. Sometimes I would pitch the digital products and they would make sales. They would, they would sell, but it wasn't that same energy that my one-on-one -on -one coaching was doing. So this is all the while the devil is tempting me. People are reaching out. Oh, I need your services. I, I heard you on a Blessing Bossed Up podcast and Tatum said that you was her coach. I need the Tatum special. I need the Jessica special. I need this. Like people would constantly reach out like this. And I'm like, I know that this is something that 
could get e a easy, you know, money for it because my track record is proven. People see the results of the people, you know, that I've worked with. But all the while, while these people are in my ear, God is telling me, tell them no. What do you mean, tell them no? When my bank account is looking like I'm telling the money no. Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean, tell them no, when this baby is growing in my belly? You know, what do you mean, tell them no, when, yeah, my husband is a provider, but you've also placed my husband in a situation where he's restructuring and relaunching and rebranding everything with his business. So it really taught me how to depend on God in this supernatural way for my finances that I didn't even know existed. And so here comes Tatum in the summer of 2019 and saying, hey, I'm doing this supernatural series. I really would love for you to be a guest. So I'm like, okay, like, what are we going to be talking about? Because supernatural, you know, that's like a ton of different things. So she's like, I want you to talk about being supernaturally paid. And it's so funny how like, God is so intentional that you'll think that he's brought people into your life so that you could coach them and you could plant things in them and all this, uh, all these other different things. But a seed was planted in me that day because I was like, wait a minute, supernaturally paid. This is where I'm at. This is the season, you know, and Tatum, I don't even think knew about the extent of everything that was going on in my life, you know, financially at that time. But I'm like, you know, this is really like where I'm at in my life right now. And by that time, things were like starting to look up, like my digital products and things like that were doing a lot better. But whew, those months before that, like it was a very, very tough time um, for me financially. So I remember when we did the podcast episode, I started realizing like, wait a minute, it's a ton of other entrepreneurs that are struggling with this same thing. It's a ton of other entrepreneurs that are dealing with money-related stress and money-related anxiety. It's another... Um, bunch of entrepreneurs that are dealing with financial imposter syndrome. Because we talk about imposter syndrome a lot, but we don't talk about it specifically as it pertains to our finances, where we don't believe who God has called us to be in terms of our wealth. I always say that it's a lot of Christians, but it's not the same amount of believers because it's so easy to say, I'm a Christian, but you have to live your life by the word of God. You have to live your life trusting that Deuteronomy 15 and 4 is real when God said there shall be no poor among you. You have to live your life trusting what God said in the book of Malachi when he talked about bringing the tithe to the storehouse and he'll give you overflow. Like that mm -hmm. is one of my favorite scriptures because I be trying to tell people like when you let God write the check, I'm going to tell you that the interest is going to hit different. The pay grade mm -hmm. hits different. The, the job description hits different. You will literally be sitting over there asleep and God will have you out here getting a five-figure contract for something. Tatum can testify because look at the numbers that her podcast is doing. Look at the numbers that her podcast clients is doing. When it's a God thing, baby, that paycheck, that paycheck, honey, is a God thing. So with Supernaturally Paid, like we really want to help free entrepreneurs from financial imposter syndrome. We want to help free entrepreneurs from money anxiety. We want to help faith-based entrepreneurs understand that there's a way to market their business and grow their sales astronomically without compromising spending time with God. Because God didn't give you the business to take you away from the word of God. That's what the enemy 
wants you to believe that you're too busy to open up your Bible. God did not give you that business to cause dysfunction in your marriage, but we see that happening amongst a lot of entrepreneurs because they're in a place where they become so independent that we forget the order of how things are supposed to go in our households. So in Supernaturally Paid, we're talking about all that. Um, we're also talking about building wealth. Um, as a mother, that's something I'm very passionate about with generational wealth. You know, we don't want our children to have to get it the same way that we have to get it. You know, we don't want our children getting it out of the mud. We want our children really being blessed um, off of our financial knowledge. So understanding how to make investments, understanding how to really leverage those investments. Like, I want to let y'all in on all the things that people like myself and Tatum are doing starting our kids up from the time. I mean, having investment accounts before you can barely talk. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy. My throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I have been using Claritin D for many years. One of the biggest struggles that I have with my allergies is that they usually cause sinus problems as well. So Claritin D has been such a relief for me because it addresses not just the allergies, but the sinus issues that happen as a result of the allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to. I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users in 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. 
It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can give Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. That's something. You know, I left out of college and ain't have a dollar <laughs> to my name. All I had was debt. All I had was Sally Mae, you know, calling me up. So, I mean, getting in a place like that is so powerful to position your kids in that way. So that's where I'm at now. That's what Supernaturally Paid um, is all about. I'm going to pass like, the mic back over. <laughs> no, this is, this is really, really good. And quick shameless plug, the Supernaturally Paid podcast comes out this this episode is going to air this sunday so monday the first episode the trailer is out right now so you can subscribe now listen to the trailer all of that but we're gonna get into some of the stuff that that we're talking about like in that podcast because i'm having a good old time (laughs) producing (laughs) that show (laughs) but i want to go back for a second there's something you talked about and i wrote it down as the responsibility to righteousness because when we talk about being supernaturally paid and le- allowing God to lead our businesses, a lot of people make, a, in my opinion, a terrible mistake of not talking enough about righteousness, not talking enough about um, holiness, consecration, like, you know, really spending time in your word, being obedient. Because a lot of the promises that we're talking about, there are contingencies on those promises. The only thing there's not a contingency on is our salvation because the, the mm-hmm. price get paid. But these promises and this, this, this abundant life and things of that nature, everything in Deuteronomy is uh, talking about the blessings of obedience. Mm. And so there is a contingency to a lot of the things that we're talking about. And so for you, you talked about how um, when you had that moment in DC and God be, God said that he was going to hold your hand, what was step one to then happen to change your life to look like it was new as opposed to just that encounter? So step one for me was absolutely serving notice. I had to identify the people in my life, some of them were really close family members. Some of them were friends. Um, I had to identify the people in my life who I really loved, who had been in my life for years, but I knew that the enemy was using them to bring out these things, these traits of me that I no longer wanted to be anymore. So I served notice to people and I let them know, like, listen, I'm living my life for Christ now. You can either be on this journey or hop off this ship but we're going to go and we're going to go with God. And I know for a lot of people that can be a little bit challenging because we hear things like no new friends, you know, a one since day one and, you know, da, 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 da. But the Bible tells us that iron sharpens iron. And I had to serve that notice because I'm like, listen, anybody that don't want to be here, I need to make way 
for the friendships, the kingdom friendships, the God friends, as I like to say that I know that God is, you know, pretty much putting in my life. Um, so it was that for me, but also it was making a decision to commit because I knew that it wasn't going to be an easy journey. And I feel like that's a mistake that we make as Christians that we believe like, okay, I got saved. So my life is about to be easy peasy. Who told you that? Like, who told you that you would never be tested? It tells us in the book of James that we literally go through tribulation sometimes to test out endurance, to basically drive our faith up. I mean, every single bad quote unquote thing that you think that you're going through is not always, this is the devil. This is this, this is that. Like you are not going to just have this like perfect life all the time, but you're following the only perfect one. You know, and so for me, I had to just make that decision. You know what? Like, I'm going to commit no matter how hard it is, no matter what it looks like. Like, I'm going to commit and this is going to be easy for me to do because my father already told me that he's going to hold my hand and he's going to basically be there every step of the way for me. So that was like really the, the foundation of my process. Got it. Were there any things as you were rebuilding was there any things that you struggled with or any sins that you loved that took a little bit of time to really, you know, break free from? I would say, I mean, cause there were several, <laughs> I talked to y'all about, you know, the cussing, I talked to y'all about, you know, the premarital activity. Um, I think the biggest one for me though, was like being a good steward over the money that God had given me. Um, that was the hardest thing for me because when I got saved and it was so many things that I couldn't indulge in anymore, I started to like try to figure out like, well, what can I replace this with? You know, what can I, how can I go out here and be reckless and do something else? So spending, spending so much money oftentimes made me feel like I was in control, um, mm -hmm. you know, in a sense. And so I remember this was like probably like May of 2016. I was looking at my bank statement. Ooh. When I tell you I had spent over like five figures in like Neiman Marcus and sex and they would be calling me when every collection would come in like, oh, we got these shoes in your size and, you know, da, 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 da. you know, we never had your size and like number on speed dial. That's how you know that you spend too much when they know like I'm going to call her because she's the one that's going to spend. So I had to really give up. Um, that bad habit and really realized that that was like the spirit of poverty as well, because I felt like these things will basically be fulfilling to me. But it also tells us, you know, in the Bible that if you love money, if you're obsessed with money, you'll never have enough. And that's pretty much like kind of the space, you know, that I was in. Um, I had to figure out how to get myself on a godly plan, you know, as far as my budgeting, as far as, and it took it took a long time. Like that was something that honestly took me like years um, to really hurdle over. But I would say like, that was my biggest thing because you got to understand, like when you give your business to God and you say that you're trusting God for your finances, you're trusting him for your income, you have to trust God to make decisions with that money. And yes, it is times where God will say, go and treat yourself. You know, you can buy yourself those shoes or you can sew into this person and get them that gift. You can do this, but God is not going to have you out here and have money destroying you. 
And I felt like for me, the enemy was like trying to use that to basically destroy me, trying to send me into debt, you know, trying to send me into um, just having messing up my credit score and messing up so many things that I worked really, really hard for. So that for me was like probably my hardest one. That's good. And I'm glad you touched on that because there are certain things that we're all predisposed to. So same way for like health conditions. If your family, um, a lot of them have high blood pressure. So it's in y'all family line for y'all to eat whatever and all of these things. You're predisposed to certain things because of your upbringing. And what we're predisposed to is different. And so I always say on this show how I believe that self-awareness is a secret to success because you have to know what you're predisposed to that's going to get you out of alignment with God. Like that's a big part of this journey because the enemy is tricky. He's cunning. He's a liar. You know what I mean? He he will deceive you, make something look. And there's a lot of a lot of times in our walk, there's gray areas. And this is why God gave us the Holy Spirit so that we can have a teacher and a guide in the day to day. But I want everybody's listening to really just take an inventory to know, like, what am I predisposed to? So for me, I know I'm predisposed to pride and doing things in my own strength because I'm smart. I can Mm -hmm. figure things out really easily. Um, And so most of the time I have to keep that in check so that I can apply that to whatever God said and not just go jump right into whatever it is that I have going on. And so for me on a day to day, that looks like I got to spend time with God before I get to work. Otherwise, I'm already thinking about what I got to do and I'm going to hop right into it. You know what I mean? Or I'm going to overwork myself. I even have like now I know myself so well, if I have a headache or if I start getting kind of short tempered. That means that something's wrong and I need to reel it back in. And so you have to know yourself so well on this journey because it may not seem like you're out of alignment with God because I'm working in the church. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing all of these activities that look like I'm serving God, but you're not moving in alignment with him because it may be a season where he like stop working at the church so that we could spend more time together and I could show you what I'm trying to do in your business it could be a season where he's saying shut the business down altogether so I could show you what you're supposed to be doing and it's those details that we miss when we're so consumed with whatever it is that we are predisposed to and so even you know even for me looking at my family they're predisposed to being reckless spending like I've seen my family bid high highs financially and low lows. And so for me, it's very important, even when I have increased to just calm down. Like you ain't got to go right. to go spend, like chill out. Cause it might be a season, especially now where God is like safe because yes. everything is crazy out here right now. You know, we're going in, we're in this recession right now. So save not only so that your family could be good so that you could bless other people in the midst of a famine, but having that relationship and spending that time with God for all of you guys listening is so, so, so important and understanding what you're predisposed to so that you're not allowing your disposition to get you out of alignment. Robinhood is an investing platform that helps serious investors with their financial goals by giving them the tools to run their money on their terms so you can make power moves in your power suit, even if that power suit might be fuzzy slippers or an oversized sweatshirt. But hey, that's what makes you, you. Run your money with Robinhood. Learn more on Robinhood.com slash podcasts. Stocks and ETFs offered by Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Crypto offered by Robinhood Crypto LLC. All investing involves risk. 